coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like, now how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two and one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow Ozell Brand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the MTMV Live show. We have so much to talk about this week, so kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning, guys. Welcome to this good Saturday. We are back with another episode and we're kicking it off talking about the one, the only Serena Williams, my girl. So she made a huge announcement this week that she will be leaving the sport of tennis. She's retiring, homegirls putting down the racket and going to something else. So we're going to see how we feel about it. I'm going to kick it off to Wildress. What's up, bro? Um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sad and I'm happy at the same time. Um, Serena has had a tremendous career. As far as I'm concerned, Serena may be pot. She's definitely on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest athletes of all time. When you consider everything that she's done, everything she's given to the sport. Um, I believe for this generation, she literally re- reinvigorated uh, what it means to be a, a, a woman playing sports. And she dominated not only uh, on the court, but also off the court, her and Venus. Um, it's an incredible loss. But at the same token, it's it's kind of dope to be able to see her go out on her own terms. Like she's got a family now. You know what I'm saying? She fly on Vogue. Like I love to see it. So um, 
definitely uh, an, an, an awesome athlete. Uh, glad I got to be able to see her uh, and, and be a part of that generation to see her. But um, it's going to be a tremendous loss uh, for the sport. I definitely agree with you. I was just so grateful to watch her play tennis. She made me want to play tennis. I got up and actually started playing tennis because of Serena Williams. So she's one of my favorite athletes of all time. I quote her constantly. But go about the floor to everyone else. How do you guys feel about Serena retiring? I think that one, you know, congratulations to her. Like we'll say, excellent career. Um, when I heard that she was retiring, my initial thought was, wow, this woman was, at least to me, the greatest tennis player that has played, male or female. She's the greatest. Um, and you've not seen in a sport, really, before her, a woman come in and dominate the way that she did where she is the main focus. She made people, she made all kinds of people tune in to watch tennis. Not only was she the best tennis player, uh, male or female, but she changed so many things right there on the court. She changed the, the, the view of femininity right there on the court you know she she changed the 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 ability i mean she she she's one of the first um athletes female athletes to go on and, and own teams and stuff like that you didn't hear about this uh kind of thing before uh uh serena came along so i mean she she really cha- i mean she literally changed the game uh set a blueprint for generations to come and is like the epitome of female empowerment. Love it, love it, boys. Yeah, I think I think it's really the same. I think it's the same for me, man. I think what 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 she's given to the sport, what she's done, how she's done it. And I mean just even if even if you look at like the titles and what she what she has going on like 39 is absolutely crazy across singles, doubles, and mixed. Like, you, it doesn't make any sense to somebody to be that good and to consistently be that good, even to be amongst most single titles, 23 uh, for women, for men or women. Uh, what she's done and how she's done it, she's just won. She's just been great at what at her craft. She's been a master of her craft. Um, and when you put, some, you put somebody who, who started early and continued to get better, and just put the work in. It's a testament to what happens when you really, when you really put the work in, go through the process, uh, 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 and to come to become better and become one of the ghosts of what what she did and what and what she's doing. So it's it's a tremendous shot, man, just to see her not to to think she won't be on the tennis court anymore, uh, but transitioning into you know a new chapter of her life um, as a family. And I'm sure we won't. This won't be the last that we hear of Serena. Um, so I'm excited about it. Excited for her next chapter. Obviously, sad that she won't be on the tennis court anymore, but. I mean, absolute greatness in what she put out into the world, man, for real. So, guys, where does she rank in the greatest athlete of all time? I mean, she got to be up there. Got to be. Uh, yeah, I think uh, she's definitely, um, I would have to say, top five, if not top ten. 
um, just on her impact on the game of tennis. Serena caused a lot of people to start watching tennis that never had an entrance in it. Uh, didn't watch tennis like me for one. I didn't start watching until Serena and Venus started playing. And, and Serena, if I have to use one word, I would just say dominance. Um, and, and Will just mentioned that, that she was dominating her her competition and just her serve. Her serve, um, a lot of times the, the opponent couldn't even return her serve. And so I would say definitely top five, not top ten, but she's up there in the ranks. She's one of the best athletes to ever play the game of tennis with 23 grand slams, as Austin mentioned, um, in uh, singles, open era, that's the most, and second all-time to uh, Margaret uh, Ketcher, I believe. But, um, yeah, Serena's just – and she was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Um, when people were trying to say that she uh, uh, looked like a man and her physique and everything, that was just bogus of um, just people trying to diminish what she did. And so um, for her to take on that – um. She was uh, definitely a, a change or a trendsetter in the in the in the tennis in the tennis uh, in the game of tennis. So she top she she Mount Rushmore. I, I don't care mm-hmm. who else you put on that list. Serena's Mount Rushmore. She, give me the give me the other three though. I I don't Mount Rushmore me that she's in the top MJ. four. She's in she's the, the she's, top four of all athletes of all time. Four, four, yeah, no, so let me let me put this in perspective. <laughs> Are you serious? Let me put this in perspective. Serena not only dominated the game, facts. Then she dominated fashion. Facts. She went and had a kid, came facts. back. Ain't no man, ain't no man having no kid and then coming back. You know what I'm saying? We, we 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 get a paper cut and we out for two weeks. Plenty of men have there's, kids and come back. No, there's nobody. Plenty else. of men have there's, kids and come there's, back. No, oh, yes, they're not oh, physically. They, they carry that child. Don't they do that. No, 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 but physically, but then we're asking them to do something that's biologically so, impossible. So, basically, okay, right well, then, now, so how, so how can you add that? Come back, so that's how, about wait, the, uh, how can you add that to the conversation? How can you, you say, got. how can you say, yo, this man, these men that haven't had kids and came back, you can't, they can't. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, so but, I'm, I'm not about you know what having a child does to your body. Tell me. I know no, our I'm, toxic I'm, masculinity I'm on the show will not understand that. I'm so unsure. it's like that is a, a whole different thing. I should have a kid and almost die having that child, right. and then to come back and have lovely men tell her that she is ugly, she's disgusting, she's too angry, she's too. Hey, not one man on the show say anything about steroids. that. Not she one man changed. on this show said anything like well, no, that. Not one man on this she show. Changed but several the men entire, she changed yeah. the entire culture of one sport man she or did. woman there's there's men who don't want to see serena on the tennis court no. serena is a mount rushmore athlete hear, i'm not thank you i just want to hear the other three listen i i don't know who on the other <laughs> joint the names out all there. i know is jim thorpe <laughs> <laughs> it, that's I a mean, name Look, I'm going to throw some other names out there, y'all. Y'all tell me if she's a better athlete than these people. Okay. Okay. Mm, So, listen. Listen, I'm going to say this. I I honestly, uh, and, you know, I'm just joking about earlier. I understand that men can't have kids, right? But you did put that in a a conversation. But let's talk about this for a second. We got Michael Jordan, okay? Is she a better athlete than Michael Jordan? Yes. No. Longevity? When you look at longevity, yes. And and like I said again, (laughs) like I said again, Shorty, Shorty went and had a kid, came back, bounced back, and still dominated. Mike came back. He wasn't that short, Will, just to start off with. Hold up. Mike went and played baseball, came back, and was trash, lost to the Magic, Mm. and then had to come back. 
Mike would go out wait, gambling wait, 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 and drinking the night before left. and come Michael and put down 50. Played a whole other sport. Came <laughs> Mike, back and won three more championships. Big dog, big dog. Mike lost to Nick, no free throw shooting Anderson, and the Magic. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. You're talking, you're talking like about. Serena ain't got no L's, so, though. So you're, you're, you're <laughs> acting. Right. You first point off, you're acting making, like that. The point I'm making is you are acting Serena, like she's never Serena, lost. Serena, Serena, no, that's not what I'm saying. Serena bounced back. And if she was at the top of her game, she wouldn't be leaving right now. She didn't. No. She she 20 years. What are you talking about? No, nah, you know what? Rick trolling today on this Saturday. We're not even finna entertain it. The Saints are trash. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Is she yeah. a more is she a better athlete than Wayne Gretzky? Mm. Yes. Absolutely. Y'all saying Absolutely. that because slightly y'all race. Wayne Gretzky. All right, now, outside of that, <laughs> keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. All right, look. Okay, Michael Phelps. Yes. I'll give you Michael Phelps. I give you Michael Phelps. No, Michael Phelps. Her and Michael Phelps was probably neck and neck. Nah, yeah, Serena swim. could probably swim Anybody like a mug if she wants Michael to. Michael Phelps did either. You saying both? Mm, Serena? Yeah. What? Man, that's hard, man. Yes, she's, she is Serena. a greater athlete than you saying both. You want me to say it again? Why? Man? How? You say it slowly? It, uh, let's see. Again, uh, let's use what uh, the man Don't with the stanky's hat said. But you know what? You know what? Y'all trying to make a comparison, but athlete plays like a a great athlete can play multiple amounts. Then Deion Sanders, like multiple better athlete than Deion, and they're great at those sports. Like you know, Patrick Mahomes, he was great at basketball. Bring it back. Remember that segment? But I'm saying you got Deion Sanders. He's good at football and baseball. But I'm saying they play multiple sports. Better athlete than Patrick Mahomes. If you no, look at the dominance along absolutely and everything not. that comes with it, Serena is one of the greatest athletes. What other sports that's not even a discussion. Besides okay. tennis, okay, why does wait. she have to play other sports? She dominates. That's what an athlete does. You can you're great at multiple sports. No, that's if that's the case, that we put in if that's the case, we put in Brian Jordan because he played football and baseball. No, that's that's a, mm. a ridiculous argument. I'm not taking that. Wait, V, can I ask you a question? Take it. Sure. Take a wheelchair. All right. No. <laughs> is, is, is Serena Williams a better athlete than Deion Sanders? In your opinion? I don't even like the comparison, though. Well, unfortunately. For me, we were out of time. So, when we come back, we'll be heading up to our next segment. Fire. <laughs> You'll be hearing from the main card right after this. I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? You have reached the fight night update. It's your man, the Wildress. Uh, I put the before it because uh, my co-host is slandering me early in the morning. Voice, how you doing, sir? I'm well. I- I'm, nah. I'm real well. No, nah, man, you you talked about my hat, man. We already talked about this. We got, we got yeah, some great any, things. Anytime you want to put uh, toilet paper on your head, I'm going to talk about it. It's, it's we got some great things about. to get into into this update, so let's go ahead and get into it. So coming off of our conversation about athletes, voice, when you think of athletes living out their dreams, you think of Michael Jordan playing baseball, Dion being a two-sport uh, two star. You think about Bo Jackson in a Raiders uniform. Well, it's time to add the legendary UFC and Bellator legend Chris Cyborg to that list 
as she stated she's living her lifelong dream and she'll be making her professional boxing debut uh, against the Silver at 154 pounds in the main event of a car September 25th in her hometown in Brazil. Now, the 37-year-old cyborg is a restricted free agent. She was given uh, the blessing by Scott Coker for this bout. Now, this is all coming as Kayla Harrison has let out the bag that PFL had offered Cyborg a deal to create arguably the biggest women's match in MMA history. So, Voice, it's it's a lot of thoughts on Cyborg and and what's next right now. But what are you making of her decision and also Kayla Harrison's comments, uh, which apparently she was none too happy to hear about Cyborg's upcoming bout? As far as her decision to box, I say kudos, bravos, and uh, whatever other kind of O's you want to give uh, in in salutations to someone, because this is a dream of hers. This is something that she's talked about for years. Uh, if you followed Cyborg uh, the way that I have, then you know this isn't the first time she's done something like this. She fought uh, in, in kickboxing, uh, back in lion fights back in the day, because she wanted to test herself, uh, and that didn't end very well, but that, you know, she, she did it. And now she's getting a chance to box, uh, salute to Scott Coker. He's the man, he's the man, just flat, flat out. He's the man. Um, she's not the only Bellator fighter, that's doing other things. Uh, MVP has boxed before. MVP is getting ready to compete in bare knuckle um, against um, uh, uh, Platinum Mike Perry. So Scott knows how to let his fighters do what they need to do to raise their profile, which also then raises the profile of Bellator. Um, As far as Harrison putting out uh, all this stuff, I, I saw the thing uh, in the mirror, the uh, the article in the mirror that all they did was took a tweet. Don Davis Jr., um, he put stuff out there in a tweet before. And when I asked Scott Coker about it, I was like, hey, you know, uh, uh, he, he's saying that the you know winner uh, takes all and, and the loser pays the, the production fight, the production cost. If you all would do it together, you know, what are your thoughts about it? And he was like, who? Never heard of them. And Scott has said before, if the PFL wants to do this, pick up the phone and call me. There's a way to do business. Do business the right way, and we can get that done. So putting out tweets about all this other stuff, who who knows if they have picked up the phone and called Bellator to put the fight together. We, we don't know that. We just know that you're out here tweeting, Mr. <laughs> uh, uh, man over PFL that nobody knows. Yeah, if, if anybody will make that make that fight or even allow that fight to happen, I definitely believe it's Scott Coker. He's a, a he's a brand genius. I mean, allowing them to take these fights, like you said, the 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 bare knuckle fight or Cyborg's uh, pro boxing fight, all it does is further the sport and it furthers his athletes. And it's free marketing. Like you're getting them out there in places where they may not have been before. Um, so it's, it's definitely exciting. Um, excited to see, you know, how Cyborg uh, turns out in her first bout. But I do want to see 
this Kayla Harrison uh, bout happen because it's long overdue. So uh, we definitely got to make that happen. Now, going from one uh, one fight to another, uh, reigning WBA, WBO, and IBF heavyweight world champion uh, Usyk is making headlines after recently sharing a training clip where he looks to have really bulked up. Now, the champion is preparing for his rematch uh, versus Anthony Joshua, whom um, he actually defeated last September in London. Now, that August 20th winner will have their eyes on an undisputed clash with WBC champion and retiree Tyson Fury, who has now unretired and and retired more than Jay-Z puts out albums. So, voice <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh Usyk's new look this bout and also the potential for a a Tyson Fury fight who if I'm not mistaken he was also thinking about a rematch with Deontay Wilder also correct I who know uh, well let's not get started on Fury we can talk about Fury next week because he's retiring uh after going to I want to say Iceland and uh, going, trying to go to some man's house to call him out for a fight. So we, we can talk about him and his retirement and unretirement next week. This week, we're talking about Usyk and Joshua. And you ask about Usyk's new look. I've seen him as well over the months. And it's like, dude, you're looking really, really thick now. Um, You know, this is a man who has fought primarily at Cruiserweight who, you know, really just over the past couple of years has come into heavyweight title, well, heavyweight fights, and then, you know, now won the title. This is very interesting. It's very interesting to me because one of two things is happening. Either he is um, now coming into his heavyweight body as an athlete, or he's doing a bit too much. You know, putting on weight slows you down. And that was what gave him the decided advantage over Joshua in the first fight. Uh, You know, maybe he's doing that for the purpose of being able to uh, hurt and knock out uh, Joshua, knock out, you know, any heavyweight for that matter. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Um, So it, it, it bears watching and really makes me think about John Jones when he was powerlifting uh, during one of his many, uh, <laughs> many suspensions, came back and fought OSP and looked like trash because uh, of being so big and not being able to fight the way that he normally does. So that that's really what it, it brings to my mind. The only person I can think of who uh, really put on weight and put it on properly uh, to become a heavyweight is Roy Jones Jr. When he got in there, he did his thing. He he looked right. Uh, so can Usyk do that in between fights? Yeah, I mean, because it's it's not out of the question, uh, but it is uh, it is very very interesting. Yeah, he he's starting to look like a, a Dragon Ball Z character. I I thought that was that was big because I think he he came from a cruiserweight, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it it could have a major impact, but at the same token. 
you, you never know. It could be a shock. He could still have that same speed and, and dominate in this match. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you love combat sports, if you love hearing the voice talk, uh, whether it be um, MMA or Slander Me, <laughs> make sure that you tune in uh, Tuesday nights. We're live now, uh, 7 p.m. Listen. It's, it, this is what it is. And also make sure you're voting for uh, the 2022, the uh, the voice candidate, which I think actually ended. If I'm not it mistaken. ended, yes, yes. Okay, so then don't vote. So, if you Hopefully you did vote, so that's what it is. But this is Wilders. This is The Voice. Fight Night Updates, main card, MTMV Sports. Yeah. What was it like practicing against Peyton Manning? Um... <laughs> oh man, it was tough. It was tough. <laughs> I was trying to look for something more, but no, nah, it was just it was tough. It was tough. Was it like is it a mental exercise? Is it like is he constantly pressuring you mentally, right? Or is it he's pressing you in every way? No, it's definitely a mental game. It's definitely a strategic. It's a chess match, even in practice. Like, and you're trying to learn at the same time, so. A lot of times, which Peyton is cool, and we'll pick each other's brain. Like, T, if I make a play or see something, react to something, he'll come and be like, what did you see? Or how'd you know this was coming? And vice versa. I'm like, he get me with a pump fake or an audible I come down to early. It's like, or he knows that I'm blitzing or something or rotating the defense. It's like, Pete, like, how did you know? Like, what did I pick up? You know, so that's the type of internet. You know, exchanges we had, you know, right? Which is cool. All right, here we go. Here go another one. You ready? Yep. All right, first hand. What was it like playing against the 2015 version of Cam Newton? I'm like, oh, he's going to be tough. <laughs> man, it was, I'm not going to lie, man. It wasn't difficult. <laughs> oh, you know what? It wasn't difficult. And I know they're going to be like, oh, he just talked. <laughs> But <laughs> honestly, bro, what, our team, the way we were built, it wasn't difficult. Like, he did now. Like, if you would have told me, like, just watching what he did that 2015 year, it was phenomenal. But in the Super Bowl, we just, we just, we just outmatched. We just had too much for him, man. So it wasn't like we just had too many dogs everywhere. <laughs> Programs. This is Miles. This is Miles. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm here. Y'all know me this morning. Man. I feel like before the show, y'all was like, yo, let's team up on Will just today. But that's the like, accurate look. That's an accurate feeling. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I, I, I'm Wilders. I want to know. But you know, we I can't hear this, man. We are here to talk about your man. Best player in the league to, to your standards. KD's ultimatum to the Brooklyn Nets. My man said, hey, hey, I, Sean Mark, Steve Nash, or me. 
Like, what's up? Like, I need you. To, I, I need you to choose and figure it out because I'm trying to get out of here. Choose, let fire them guys, or let me go. Now, um, go ahead. I, I, you know, where, where's your where's your head at, sir? Let, let's let's start there. I'm hurt, bro. Nitty gritty. I'm hurt. I've been on 494 every week, man, defending KD. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I I'm hurt, but at at the same token, though, I I also understand. Like, big dog. Don't you did bring you up the, Rick, Don't you bring up Ben Simmons? Did you see the the Rick Buker report <laughs> about Ben leaving the group? Saying if Ben really left the group chat, that's silly. When they asked him if he was playing, that's silly. That's it. For sure. I don't want to be there either. Why are we paying you $143 million to chill at the crib and play 2K all day? I mean, you could say you, you know could say the same thing about KD. If we if we want to be on nah, because Kate when KD play, KD come to play. And if we're being honest, I'm not saying we, I don't disagree with you, but if you're being paid over 40 million dollars, think think about let's just let's set this up as we as we figure this out, right? There was a lot that has happened from day one. I'm a Brooklyn net to three years later, I've played three years with a team. And really, I've only played two. The first year, I gave you 40, 40 plus million dollars to, to dress up in a suit and come to every game. So let's let's we we show love. You, you know what I mean? This. You you enjoying this? We show. I mean, I'm just saying. There's there's some things. Okay, I went okay. back a little okay. bit and I looked at the numbers. He has been solid. When he is on the court, he is a solid player. This year, he averaged 29.9, which is 30, which is 30 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. He did what he's supposed to do on the, on the basketball court, right? But we're right. talking about a player. Sign you get signed for for your your contract. First year of your contract, you don't play one game. You get paid forty plus million dollars to look good on my sideline and watch it. Watch your boy Kyrie do his thing on the court, right? Second year you come in, go crazy. Third year you come in, you go crazy. But you've only won one playoff series. Okay, so so let me give you perspective, right? Because you got to look at all the problems around. I would love now, it. now. Now I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna say this to be honest. Okay, KD should have made sure that the crib was fully stocked with food, that the bed sheets was clean and everything before he moved to Brooklyn. Okay. Big Max. There's also a report that Kyrie Irving wanted to update his contract to where he only had to play 60 games and not play back to back. You know what I'm saying? I heard about yo, that. Yo, yo, Chris, be going about your business, man. I'm being attacked right now. Okay, so you have all these issues. You have Steve Nash, who everyone knew when he got hired, is was not the coach that, that should have been there. Big facts. Oh man, yo, y'all you hear voice? Me you see voice chime in? Y'all are killing me today. Yo, trying to get in on you, bro. I'm not even gonna keep going. So you have all these factors that go into play. He should have never left Golden State. We, like we, let's we, put that out there. The full 94 you know team is in full fully agree that is an accurate statement. So, with all these things that happen, yeah, you're gonna be unhappy. He only got a certain window left, if we're being honest. KD is what 32? He got maybe four or five years left. Yeah, like, 30, 30, he'd be 34 this year. He's 33 uh, now. 30, oh, sheesh. Well, big dog, <laughs> big dog got less time. So he you turned, have he turns factors. 34 next month. I so so while I can't defend him not playing out his contract, and I understand that this last ultimatum was done to try to further push the trade out. Like, yo, right. he, he wants to make it unbearable. He went to the James Harden school for asking for a trade. <laughs> I, I can't fault him for wanting out because if yo, if you want a job and your job is trash, your boss don't do the work. They, you know what I'm saying they blaming everything on you. You're going to want out too. Let you know what I'm saying? Let me, tell, 
You know, you know what's interesting about the statement you just made about going to the James Harden School of Asking for Trades? I saw a video two days ago. Uh, uh, KD's in Barcelona. Listen. You know who listen. else is in Barcelona? Oh, all right. I, listen, listen. I'm, I, I'm a sixer. My, James my, Harden is in Barcelona. Listen, I'm telling y'all now, I know C is out. I know Connie is out. Listen, but, fam, if it happens... I'm coming on this show, and I'm giving y'all all I got. Like it's Jay Z. I mean, you got to win. Print. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm, you I'm telling you. Since he's I'm left Golden State, he ain't won. David Ruffin, you understand? Because if he goes to the Sixers, and, and and don't let us finesse them to be able to like not have to trade Maxi. Because I'm now Maxie I will go on record though. as saying Maxi go on record as saying if we got to give up Maxi, we don't need to do it. And everybody ain't gonna, ain't gonna agree with that. Really, Max has got a long window. Like Max is oh, gonna be sure. an all star. That's why they want KD. I don't. I love he KD. Got four, he got four years. He a walking bucket, but I don't know what I'm gonna get sometimes. And KD can't come to Philly and and be extra sensitive because we don't we don't play that in the city. You know no, what I'm saying? Definitely. They'll drag him on Broad Street, beat him but down. But haven't we seen the KD Harden team up? Didn't we? Didn't we see that? We, not, got, we got we got a glimpse of it. Not uh, we got a glimpse of it, but we didn't get like a superstar. And then you got Joel Embiid. How do they, how that's, do they that's, play together? That's how three levels. Oh, everything. The the offense still has to run through Joel. I I agree. The, why would you not run the offense through your dominant center? And then you got two shooters the, on the outside. The best player. Huh? Say the best player on the team. Don't say dominant center. Say the best player. Why wouldn't you run the? No, no, no. He's he's he's, 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 a, he's a dominant player. He's a dominant player. The best player. You know what I'm saying? It's that's that's what it is. Oh, the voice finally telling the truth this morning. It's about time. You ever do it, fella? Um, I think it will be a great trade. I don't think it's realistic though. I don't think realistic. I just happens. I just really believe the gumption that 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 KD is displaying for someone who's individually been amazing. But has won one playoff series in your three years, it's it's a it's astonishing to me. And it's this is this is all this is superstardom, right? This is I'm I'm the superstar. I averaged twenty nine seven and seven this season. I can do what I want. Send me where I want. And and the organizational look will be looked at crazy for being like, nah, we straight. Yeah, you, know, really- you know who also did that. Okay. You know who also did that. Doctor Jerry, Doctor Jerry Bus. You know you know what oh, it is. Like, I want out. He was like, I'm straight. You ever seen the movie Boomerang? Of course. So Kyrie is Robin Givens, <laughs> <laughs> and the Warrior, and the Warriors and Steph Curry are Halle Berry. Like, yo, love should have love should have brought Bruh. you home last night, big dog. That's fast. Instead, you went to Brooklyn, and now you in Brooklyn, and you know you crying. He, def- like, he definitely should have never walked out of Golden State. I think that Katie, was perfect. And if KD see this. Because you know, you know, we starting to blow up Shoei at MTMV. If KD see this big dog, I, I want to smoke, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I've been defending you, I've been taking shots right. for you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Right. They've been throwing LeBron in my face. They 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 threw Kawhi in my face over you, KD. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Either play out the contract, big dog, and lead the team to the promised land, or shut up. All right. I can't defend you no more, dog. You still yeah. the best player in the NBA when you want to. You know what I'm saying? Well. I don't know because Giannis out here hitting three pointers now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like, yeah. 29, seven and seven in a walking bucket. That's that's different. 
That's different. Your man's is your man's a dude. Giannis is a monster. Don't get it I hope I, I hope I, I, I would take Giannis case. just over just with age. That's I it. hope I, I hope I pleaded my case enough as, as his defense lawyer. I got my Perry Mason on a day, so <laughs> hopefully that was enough. I, I just I just I, I I it looks like to me at the end of this offseason, Katie's still gonna be a Brooklyn net. He had to figure it out. Facts. After all this, because because Brian Windhorst went on went on went on the air and talked about a story. I've talked to I've talked to multiple teams throughout the throughout the NBA, and this ultimatum did not help his trade value. It decreased it. Now, and, and, yeah, and the, and, and the question is, does the Nets believe that? Because they don't believe that. I don't care what he does. We still want a haul. Like I remember them talking to Boston. They said they wanted Jason and Jalen. Like what? <laughs> what? Oh, Joe, Joe side disrespectful. And that, that, that ether uh, Twitter quote that he dropped is it, it hurt. So. Bruh, you ain't lied, man. But look, we are, we are all in agreement that the Rudy Gobert trade hurt everything. So it is what it is. Look, you want more talks just like this. You want to get me, Miles, Wildress. Shout out to Connie. Shout out to C. You want to get us just like this. Come check us out every Monday, 830. We go live here. MTNV Sports 494, man. Y'all be safe. Peace. You know, the Bible says the comfort that God has comforted you with, that you need to comfort other people who may be going through the same things. And a lot of things that men don't say is they'll come to here, but they're suffering. I know. And they are they're in distress. And there are things going on behind the scenes that nobody knows. And having a vulnerability to uncover those things, let them know it's okay and know that God still loves you and that you can get up and that you can move and, and continue to follow the Lord, that's... That's a big thing. That 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 is huge because we play the long range too much as men, and the fact that we're on our own, we don't want anybody to know what's going on. That's a dangerous place to be. So that message needs to be, uh, you know, uncovered so that men can feel a little bit more more confident of of being the, the men that God has called them to be. <laughs>
last forever. The only thing for certain that will be eternal is God. In Psalms chapter 90, it says, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Time is enveloped in eternity. We are waiting for the end of our days to enter into it. But eternity happened before time started. Eternity exists after time started. Again, we're just waiting for our entry into it. If you go to Psalms 103, it says that from eternity to eternity, his love is towards those who fear him. Now, that fear is not a superstitious, step on a crack, you break your mama's back kind of fear. But no, it's to honor, cherish, reverence God. Before time began, he loved mankind and made a way for us to have eternal fellowship with him before he even ordered the world. The same world that he shaped will end, but his word will not, and he will not because he is his word. So here's the play. God's love for us is infinite. His desire to spend eternity with us that is his ultimate goal for us. That's why he allowed us to live in the first place. But to do that, we must get to know him, get to know his word and make his word a part of our lives. Then we, like his word, will exist outside of time. It's your man, The Voice, with this week's time out. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week, ready, break. Yeah, they said my tea, I hit with a cheat sheet, dog. Hit a hundred when I press it. Promise you don't really wanna see these bars. Watch out, you might get arrested. Me, my OG used to hoop on Lee Street, dog. Till they started moving reckless. I can't verify unless you verify your homie. Please start asking for my blessing. Until everybody in the street see God, I can't stop on too invested. Police out here killing unarmed preteen law. Why they gotta shoot pedestrians? It's too much estrogen. Abusing weapons, they don't do no question. Ninja, pew, 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 too aggressive. You too excessive. Should've stay home if you was stressing. Just another RIP in the crew. Messages out of bounds back from a few. Deficits, Father God made me new. It's evident you don't play your part. Then we finna have to part. Cause you know the light and dark don't do. Togetherness told the old me to get a new. Residents keep the family clothes on do. Pessimists lead the beat. Started out and seen the deep water by the DT. Walking in the new testament. Murder, killing, hurting children, burning, building churches, stealing, worse intentions, turn to villain, cursing women, circle sinning, blurry vision, serving sentences, the serpent hissing, listen, purposes and purses, purpose missing, if you hurt conviction, but you out here doing it, and that's what you want, don't hit my phone, cause I don't want nothing to do with it, I don't want nothing to do with it, I don't want nothing to do with it, I don't want nothing to do with it. Rumble, y'all, I'm in the jungle to humble you If you come in, can't get comfortable, dawg It's a cold world coming to dump at you If you fumble, then they come in the blood Seen the graveyard, guzzle the gullible Watch the mother put her son in the box Gotta pray hard, trouble too colorful I ain't bluffing, I been running to God Early in the morning And I still got little homies hopping fists and ducking charges It's more eulogies than opportunities I can't contribute to the lawless so many bodies in the ground, we got blood dripping from the faucet. Murder in the street, murder in the beat, murder for the week. If it ain't by GOD, I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want nothing to do with it.
welcome back, y'all. I'm geeked about this topic, man. I can't wait to hop in. Listen, um, so today what we're talking about is the NFL's most valuable player. So not not the MVP at the end of the year, but who is the player that if they get hurt, if they go down for any particular reason, the team will suffer, right? That's what we're going for. That's what we're talking about today. Listen, um, and we're going non-quarterback because I feel like almost any quarterback, if they go down, right, then immediately we know that team is going to suffer. But who is the player, right, non-quarterback, that if they go down, we're going to see a huge, huge decrease in production or win totals from that team. We'll kick off with you. Um, Will, what you got, bro? Man, how I know you were going to start with me. And um, <laughs> I must have got mixed up on this assignment because I was definitely going quarterback. And so <laughs> I haven't had a chance to really think of. Um, but I'll say um, if I had to go non-quarterback, wow. Um, I, I believe it's Devontae Adams if we go non-quarterback. Let me tell you why. Um, Devontae Adams is a, a dominant wide receiver. We know he's one of the... Uh, some would say the best wide receiver in the league. Um, he was with Aaron Rodgers for years. Um, they went to the playoffs for years together. Um, and the reason I mention his name is because he's now a, La- a Las Vegas Raider. I almost said Los Angeles. He is a Las Vegas Raider. And if you lose Devontae Adams, you essentially become the team that you were last year, the same team you were last year. That was the biggest addition that the Raiders had. They did make, uh, in addition to their defense with Shannon Jones, um, uh, yeah, of course, everybody had a draft, but I feel like if you lose Devontae Adams, then you're back to square one at where you were offensively. Um, because of, I mean, you have Hunter Renfro, you have Darren Waller, and that's what you had last year, but it wasn't enough to get them over the hump. Now, Devontae takes that offense to another level because you got to respect him. He's going to open some things up for Waller and even Hunter Renfro with his route running. So I'll say Devontae Adams. Yeah, I like that. What do you feel about uh, what JT said on the screen? Travis Kelsey, uh, that is huge. I mean, there is um, uh, it definitely be a drop off, but I believe we have a guy in waiting once Kelsey retires, a guy by the name of Jody Fortson, who was coming on last year early in the season, but he ended up getting injured. Um, but I feel like he's going to be a great addition, especially when they run uh, two tight end sets like Andy Reid loves to run. You're going to see this season how good Jody Fortson is. Yo, okay, okay, cool. Um, Nora, where are you with this one? Okay, I um, also misunderstood the assignment because I was going to say wide receivers in general. Because I was like, if a wide receiver is gone, there's no one for the quarterback to throw it to. Also, Rick, the only one quarterback I know that if he goes, the team will be fine is Zach Wilson. Everybody on the Jets will continue to move on and keep on chucking. <laughs> that boy is bad, but he looks the part, so I get it. <laughs> Let him be the pretty quarterback and keep throwing that ball to nobody. But definitely wide receivers, and I would go with Cooper Cup. If Cooper Cup is not there, I don't think the Rams will win the Super Bowl last year. I think he was such a, a dominant player last year. He really went off. Like if you had him on your fantasy team, you definitely reap the rewards of him (laughs) what if let me ask you this Venora? what if um if cooper cup was the one that got injured but obj was still in the game because obj was dominating in that game before he got hurt yes he was but i'm I'm going for the whole season and obj you just just know again i love obj no shade but homie stay hurt homie got something pulls something some toe issue but cooper cup came and delivered every game 
without him, I don't I don't see the Rams even. I see them getting to the um the the Super Bowl, but I don't see them winning because the Bengals really did bring that heat and brought that fire. Yeah, I I love it. Um, I'm gonna throw out some names, y'all. Um, and listen, I love Cooper Cup, and I love the fact that you bring him up because he was the stable piece on that team. Yep. Um, on that offense, right? Especially when Matt Stafford needed somebody to go to in a clutch situation. Um, Odell took a little, I mean, Odell, you know, didn't come until late, right? And once he got there, um, you know, it, it took a little time for him to kind of put himself into the offense. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you need a staple piece, somebody you can go to at any point. And Cooper Cup was that guy. So I love that. I love Devontae Adams. Um, I love the tra- Travis Kelsey situation for sure. Now, mm-hmm. um, JT just said Aaron Donald um, in the comments. I'm going to go with nah, because I believe. Um, that the rest of that defense, especially with the additions, they're going to be fine or they could be fine without Aaron Donald. Yes, he's a great piece, right? But if he leaves, the team won't suffer. I mean, they will suffer, but they won't suffer that much. We've seen them play without Aaron Donald before. But I'm going to give you all some names that I believe that these guys go down is going to impact the team too much and they won't be able to win games um, as efficiently. I'm going to put out the first name. I've seen this time and time again. I see this every single season. Christian McCaffrey, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen that that Carolina Panthers team with Christian McCaffrey is a different team. All the time, every single season he's gone down, you've seen them go down immediately, especially with the changeover at quarterback. Baker Mayfield um, has is now listed as the starter. Um, so, you know, I, I see that Baker Mayfield could change a, a little bit of that offense and what we feel about it. At the end of the day, though, Christian McCaffrey has been their biggest weapon behind him. It's Chuba Hubbard and now Deontay Foreman, though. And we saw them do very well in their backup roles last year when they, they needed to kind of jump in. They did pretty OK, but they are not. Christian McCaffrey, it's not the same. Um, I'm throw out another name for y'all, CD Lamb. Right now, listen, I understand that CD Lamb hasn't fully, you know, taken over the league, but he is a dog. And if you lose Amari Cooper, right, and you're hoping that it's time for CD Lamb to take over and be that guy for you. If behind him you have James Washington, who's coming from the Steelers, who I don't believe in as much as you know some people do, right? And Michael Gallup, who you know, like Venora said, it's kind of, you know, always hurt, right? Um, so if I look at C.D. Lamb, I'm looking at C.D. Lamb. I believe that he is a big piece. If he goes down, that Cowboys offense will suffer. I'm going to give you another name. Y'all tell me if y'all agree with me or not. Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. If you look at that team, if you look at um, the Baltimore Ravens, they have put a lot of stock into their tight end position because for some reason they can't get wide receivers to play there or, or want to play there. And we talked to um, Ryan Wilson about that this week, and he was like, "The offense is just not built for wide receivers." And yes, there, you know, uh, you know, yes, Lamar Jackson can throw the ball, but the offense isn't built for them to, you know, dominate from the outside. It's more of an inside situation in a running game. So if you look what's behind him, they did draft Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina. Um, I like that, but at the same time. He ain't Mark Andrews, right? And you know the chemistry between Lamar Jackson, especially in the contract year with Mark Andrews. I think that's my dude. And I'm going to give y'all one more name. How y'all feel about this one? Um, Brees Hall. He's a rookie. New York Jets. Why do I say that? Do y'all see the New York Jets running game last year? Anybody? I, I Nothing that the Jets did was worth watching to me. Sucks, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't think you can throw his name out there because regardless, I, even with him being there, they're not going to be 
a playoff. I, I hope that listen, child. They're not going to be a playoff team. Listen, they <laughs> need a running back. They need a big time running back. They need a, a quarterback. Biggest addition. <laughs> they have a quarterback. I don't know why you guys are trying to say that Zach Wilson's good. They have a quarterback. Zach Wilson has the Zach Wilson has the arm. They need a lot more than the running. He had no accuracy. He has the arm. He has charm. He throws you. He has, he has, look, he has the arm and he has the charm to get them where they need to go. They got the right? charm. That's what he got. They might as well get Zach from Saved by the Bell to play on there. Exactly. Right <laughs> Behind him, they have Michael Carter from uh, North Carolina. He did, he did okay last year. Just never really, you know, did anything well. Tevin Coleman is there as well. Ty Johnson, neither one of those guys or anything um, that a defense would fear. Right, but I believe that Brees Hall can be somebody that defenses will fear. And if he comes in with the type of production that he had in college, yet. we don't know yet. What about Alvin Kamara? Why have you not mentioned your Saints? Like, is why Alvin am I not Kamara, mentioning Alvin Kamara? That, Let me my, tell you, you why. Know, Let me tell you, was Michael Thomas? I'm gonna tell you why it's not Michael Thomas because no, we now Michael have Chris. I like we, Michael Thomas, it's not him. I love Michael Thomas, but we have Chris Olave behind him and Jarvis Landry behind him, and they host the wide right, receivers so. there. So now they now that room is a lot different. Last year, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas for sure. This year, no, sir. Um, if you look at Alvin Kamara, he he could hurt um the defense. I mean, he could hurt the offense a lot. At the mm-hmm. same time, though, at the same time, you do have players behind him. Mark uh, Ingram is there, and so it he's not the same. Ingram, not yeah, he's the not same. Kamara, not not at but this age right now. Has, he's not. But the offense as a whole won't suffer as much um, without Evan Kamara. That's just my thoughts, right? I'm not, I'm not as afraid of losing Evan Kamara for, um, for too long. Even though we will have to lose him because he did beat the life out of somebody in Las Vegas. So, <laughs> so the fact he ain't no saint, no. Off season and NFL he said, players. just end the season. That's what Jets stand for. Oh, that's, that's a good exactly one, Chris. We like it. Hey, I like just that. The season, Jeff, in the season. You've been dope, saying that in New York for years. <laughs> yo, yeah, okay, you're absolutely right, right? Um, Jeff need a team. They have a team. Y'all gonna see? <laughs> they need a team. Y'all gonna see? And and Zach is decent for sure. All right, so what are look. we doing? <laughs> oh my goodness! Look, yeah, I don't know decent why. Looking there, you go. <laughs> what, what is y'all, what is your problem with that? You go, Man, Zach Wilson. You be cute out there. The Jets that are away. relevant. The Jets are going to be irrelevant as far as the playoff comes. We're going to find out, man, because I, I believe at the end of the day that this Jets team is going to shock some people, man. Look at their Gardner. We're just trying to get the fans to watch. That's what yeah, you're yeah, trying to do right yeah. now. Yeah. All right, y'all. Look, uh, look, we love y'all. We're going to take a small break after this. Um, Listen, uh, right after this, well, actually, when I press this button, you're going to see the track stars. The track stars have a show on YouTube um, that comes on at 12 o'clock, right? So it's not too long after the show. I want you to go over to, to um, their platform, check them out. They always bring hot topics and talk about a lot of cool stuff. So I'm going to just, you know, introduce you to Miracle so you can see kind of what's going on over there. Um, And then right after this, we're going to come back and say goodbye. Hey guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So, if you'd like a free Track Stars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. Well, hey, everybody. We're all back again. Another 
great show. We gave you all the best we can this week. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep, you already know where it is. So then make sure you all check in to us next week at, again, 1030 Eastern Time. And we'll see you later. Take care. Bye. Oh, like and subscribe. Like mm-hmm. and subscribe right yeah, share. Um, so Push like, that subscribe, button. and share. Listen, we found like uh, we said last week, we got over the hump, y'all. We over that thousand um subscriber mark. So we want to go higher and higher and higher. Like and subscribe, y'all. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all. Take care. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.